Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Is this thing even working? Uh-oh. Might have to do this a different way. Things might not work out well here. I hope you can hear me. Give me some signs of life, people. Give me, it just did something really weird. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Okay, you're live. Oy. <laughs> it's a new setup. I, I don't have it on my new laptop yet, but I have it on the old laptop, but I think the connection might be slow here. This is Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is June the 3rd. 2020. I'm tired. Strong hand, long-term thinking. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Unconfiscatable. All right. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. That's who gets into Bitcoin, the people who have personal responsibility. Tay International is in the house. He's on the West Coast, I think, now. I am on the East Coast. I am in Asheville, North Carolina. Guys, I've been, I drove from Baltimore today, so I am exhausted. I want to go to sleep but I've got conviction. Hey, it's not going to be that long of a show. So ask questions, people. Uh, I'll answer them. Hello, my elite friends. How are you doing this lovely evening? I can't wait to get a good, this is a, I'm staying at a, uh, they built this cabin. It's in the city though. It's like, uh, there's a, there's a main house. So I know someone else lives in the main house, but then there's a separate gate and you can go to this cabin. And so I got a two-story cabin to myself. Yeah, strong hand, baby. Pound that like button. That's taking advantage of the situation. I could tell no one stayed at this Airbnb for a while because no one's traveling. Okay, let's. I want to say hey, hey to Raymond uh, Wodarski too. I hope he's watching right now. This said two X guys. So Charlie Lee was in the news. Someone told me in the comments section to check out a Charlie Lee tweet. He talked about something called CTV, Check Template Verify, is a very cool tech upgrade that can help Bitcoin and Litecoin, of course he mentions Litecoin, scale and improve self-custody solutions. For more info on CTV, uh, go to utxos.org. And I actually went to utxos.org and there Jeremy Rubin was uh, had a little video and he made it seem like this had to do with putting smart contracts on the Bitcoin. So uh, the, the, the main point is at 9 a.m. Pacific time tomorrow on Thursday, there's going to be Ask Me Anything with Jeremy Rubin, the dude who created this. So all you tech heads, I'm giving you some love there. So check, the, it's linked to below. He gives the uh, the Reddit thread that you'll be able to ask him anything at. In that tweet, I forgot to say that this week in Bitcoin is also is linked to below, of course. Uh, BTC, Benny, and Boris were on this Friday. I'm not exactly, I think uh, we're going to have Ugly Old Goat is going to make a, a second appearance on the show. It should be at a reasonable time, maybe Friday afternoon, uh, East Coast time. Yeah, so, but check this week in Bitcoin. You can check it out at techball.com. You can check out my Twitter, TechBall. I didn't tweet much today because I was driving. It gave me uh, a Kia, uh, a Kia SUV. What's that thing called? It looks like an SUV. Well, 
well, not an SUV. It's like a kind of boxy looking car. I was supposed to get the smallest, but they upgraded me twice because they didn't have it. It was still this. It was still the cheap price. It was nice. I don't. I don't need fancy sets or graphics. I don't need fancy cars. Now, the Bitcoin. Let's talk about the Bitcoin narrative and the mainstream narrative. All right. Here's an article from Daily Huddle. This is actually a few days old, but I just caught up to it. Kraken CEO uh, says that Bitcoin would be worth a trillion dollars if the masses knew the power of cryptocurrency. <laughs> so he, he gave them a nice clickbait type of uh, something to write about there. And uh, I didn't put that in my title. No, no, no. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. We want the 20 percenters to learn about this on their own. The issue is, though, uh, the premise, the the masses aren't going to give a darn about Bitcoin. OK, he says it, it says in a new. Conference call, in a conference call hosted by Pantera, Pantera, Jesse Powell says the masses don't yet understand the importance of Bitcoin scarcity and independence from banks and middlemen, middlemen. He expects that to change in the decade ahead if and when the value of the dollar dwindles. No. I think the, the, the dollar, the value of the dollar has continually dwindled for many, many, many years. Okay? Uh, it will dwindle more. They, they don't care. They don't care about scarcity and independence. They, I mean, have, has anyone been watching what's been going on in the world lately? The masses blindly and emotionally react to whatever they're fed on TV, okay? They get scared when they're told to get scared. They get angry when they're told to get angry. This is an 80%er trait. Now, is it 80% of the country that's this ruined? No, I mean, it's not that high, but sometimes it seems like it's that high. They don't think they're not going to, they're not going to change their mind. They're not all of a sudden going to fall in love with Bitcoin. And be, Oh, I'm giving up on the dollar. Yeah. And I've said this before. So, but Bitcoin can succeed with just the 20 percenters. All right. And that's, what's going to happen. The people who are, the people who are going to do well from this are already doing okay. Okay. Because they're smart and they read. And they don't buy the mainstream narrative. The, the mainstream narrative is like, okay, shut down the economy and don't, don't complain about it. Get your government check, value your wealth in dollars, and let the government pay you more and more. And you just work for the government, do nothing, and you'll be happy. You'll get to do drugs. All right? They don't in, – independence and scarcity, they don't know what this – in terms of finances, they don't know what that, that concept even is, Okay. So, but, but the cool thing is that there are people that do 20, 20 percenters do productive people understand not all are going to buy into Bitcoin, but plenty. And of course the evil corporations and the evil, uh, financial entities that everyone vilifies, they're going to understand Bitcoin too. This is not just a people thing it's a corporate thing too. Okay. Anyone is welcome in Bitcoin. We can't stop anyone from getting it. So <laughs> The masses aren't going to wake up to this. Look, I mean, in the last few months, the masses seem to be in a bigger trance than they've ever been in before. And here's my prediction. 
you know, think about the way that the masses, the 80 percenters, whatever you want to call them, what do they think of when they hear the word CEO? What do they think of CEOs automatically? Automatically. What, what They get emotional. They, they, they don't understand. They, they think CEOs are just pushing papers away around. They think CEOs should be, their income should be limited. They, they hate CEOs. They really dislike CEOs. You, you ask the, uh, the bootlickers out there, uh, you take a poll of them. What do you think of the CEOs? You compliant bootlickers that are wearing your mask and doing, what do you think of CEOs? I bet it is a very negative view of CEOs. So Jesse Powell, I'd say in 10 years, when you are richer than ever because of all the Bitcoin you have, and you ask these same bootlicking masses, what do they think about Bitcoin? It'll be the same type of thing they say about CEOs today. It's the same thing. Envy, not understanding it, being angry that they can't have it, can't be part of it, trying to limit it, trying, they'll be calling for regulation of it. Sure, there will be some people that, that will wake up to Bitcoin, and that's great. There will be, but it's not going to be masses and masses of people. It's, it's going to help some people out. It's going to be great, but it's going to be the new CEO, okay, in terms of uh, mass dislike, mass envy, whatever you want to call it. All right, pound that like button. Finally, let me see if there were any questions. There was something there. I see something. One, two, three years ago, what do you think will be the biggest catalyst for these evil corporations to wake to to wake up to the power of Bitcoin? Uh, perhaps the price action. Well, of course. I mean, yeah, the the banks. First of all, uh, the banks will want to uh, diversify and have Bitcoin banks too, not just uh, regular fiat banks. They're going to want to have Bitcoin banks. The, the, just the, the, the desire for profit. Corporations are set up to profit. Now, you might not know that anymore because so many virtue signal, but there will be pl- there will still be some that think logically out there and, and will want to be involved in Bitcoin in some way, especially the financial, the financial organizations, and they'll be able to create all sorts of traditional financial mechanisms based around Bitcoin that'll get all sorts of already, you know, people that invest in stocks to invest in the Bitcoin and whatever, but that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> and that'll even cause the, the masses to hate Bitcoin more because they'll be like, well, why these, these banks have, well, they, they won't use the word financialized, but <laughs> Bitcoin is just like stocks because Bank of America sells it. And we just tried to burn down a Bank of America on Santa Monica Boulevard or whatever. All right. Uh, finally, let, let's talk about central banks. So I think we can all agree that uh, this year, I mean, since, yeah, since February, March, let's, let's be conservative, March, uh, for, traditional, for, for traditional finance, traditional economics, traditional money news has been insane. It's been insane. Everything is happening. Okay, trillions being printed, people being paid not to work in the United States on a very large scale. Uh, so anything, you, some of this stuff that's happened this year sounded so ridiculous last year, but it's happened. Okay, it's happened. 
So this tweet by Kyle Torpley, it's good. Since this year, everything is happening. Nothing sounds ridiculous. Okay, I'm I, sorry. He didn't say that. I said that. Um, that was a note I wrote. Nothing sounds ridiculous anymore is what I want to say. He says, a central bank holding Bitcoin in their reserves sounds a lot less ridiculous than it did 10 years ago. How much less ridiculous will it sound after another 10 years? Well, very, very good point. That That's, I mean, two months ago, I mean, five months ago, so much sounded ridiculous and now it's happening. So yes, I agree that 10 years, of course, 10 years ago, it sounded, no one would say Bitcoin would be held by a central bank, but people started to talk about it four years ago. I'll say that. So, but now today, after all the insanity we've been through, it doesn't sound that ridiculous, does it? It doesn't sound that ridiculous. And so you're absolutely correct. Give it another 10 years. Well, give it another 10 years. Yes, a central bank will hold Bitcoin and will uh, definitely admit to it. <laughs> by 2030, yes, it has to be by 2030. It doesn't have to be, but I'm pretty sure. All right, any more questions? Going once, going twice. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Subscribe to this backup channel. Pound that like button. And I'll give you another new show tomorrow. Spread it, the word on Twitter, people. That's the best way you can support the show. I am TechBalt, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. I'll say hi to you dudes in the chat. Good night.